Hey guys, what's going on? G-Man here. Thank you so much for checking out this spring training edition of the Bullpen Cart presented by Thunderblogsports.com. I had my buddy Seth Zweifler on to preview the AL West. The two of us go through all five teams. We go through the key acquisitions, major storylines for every team. As usual, we also do some stadium snacks, bleacher creatures, some stories from when Seth was down at spring training. It was a ton of fun to record. I cannot wait to hear what you guys think in the comments. As always, though, make sure that you like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Search the bullpen cart on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your pods. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, ThunderBLG, Thunderbug Sports on Facebook and Instagram. Keep an eye out for our NCAA March Madness pool as Selection Sunday is just around the corner. But enjoy this episode, guys. It was a ton of fun to record. Let us know what you think in the comments. And here we go. Welcome to this spring training episode of the Bullpen Cart, presented by Thunderblogsports.com. I, of course, am the G-Man, Jordy Cannell. Joining me is my man and my gracious host this evening, Seth Zweifler. How are you, my friend? I'm doing extremely well. I have been uh, waiting for this invitation for... Got the call. For quite some time, yes. I almost yes. went to the righty and forgot how... Our... You were just doing the lefty, yeah. but... Uh, well, well, I almost went here and I changed back to arms. That's 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 quite all right, yeah. but I am uh, I am ready. Great I am radio geared up too. for, a, uh, for yeah. a new season. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait. Uh, probably the best day we've had... Weather-wise here in Philly, we were talking last night when we did the AL West, or the NL West, we're doing AL West tonight, about how nice it is and that golf's throwing me off and watching it today and it being 60 degrees and running with shorts on has been... It is outrageous weather out there. Yeah. We are actually uh, later tonight going and, and taking a round of uh, of softball, gearing yeah. up for a, a new softball season. The new season. Uh, no, this has definitely been the first day where it just feels like spring. Oh, it does. Um Absolutely. Yeah, and it's I keep seeing all the memes of like, oh, it's fake spring and all this stuff. And hopefully, fingers crossed, we just get rain and no more, yeah. no more like frost or anything like that. I do have to say, and and with apologies to everyone listening out there who who wasn't down, but I did just spend five days down in Florida at Yankees oh, yeah. and Phillies spring training. Yeah, we're gonna get some stories. Weather was was. Freaking gorgeous, yeah. always is. I go down every year. That's awesome. Um, but that a coming, family thing, friends. So my parents uh, go down for two weeks um, oh. each each spring, and I go down with a buddy from uh, from college, and That's we spend awesome. a couple of days with them. That's very nice. We usually pack in two or three games. Uh, That's awesome. And then do some beach days as well. There you go. Yeah. Gotta, gotta hit the beach. Some extremely good mini golf as well. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I we used to go in high school for we used to, used to go to Vero. So the first two years, the Dodgers were still there. It was the last two years of Dodger Town. Then my senior year of high school, we drove down to Port St. Lucie because my high school baseball coach was a big Mets fan. They had me play the Braves, who our assistant coach was a big Braves fan from Alabama. So we got to check that out, and, and it was a good time. And Yeah, the mini golf scene. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. the courses are extremely well maintained. Yeah, they are. I definitely want to go, and I mean, I've only ever been to Bright House and to Steinbrenner Field. Yeah. Uh, both actually... I think really nice stadiums, very different. They look awesome. Um, they are. Yeah. I actually happen to like Steinbrenner Field, so as, as for full disclosure, I'm a Yankee fan. Yep. Um, I happen to like Steinbrenner Field a lot more than the new Yankee Stadium. 
Uh, it's very, very big. I think it is actually the biggest or second largest Grapefruit League really? uh, stadium. Uh, That's where the Tampa capa- Yankees play, right? Capacity-wise. That is where the Tampa yeah. Yankees okay. play. Yeah. Um, but but Bright House, uh, have you been down to Bright House? No, You've I not. Haven't. You've really got to get Those down are, there. St. Lucie um, and Vero are the only two that I've done. Gotcha. I've been, we were talking last night. I've been to the Phoenix area and Scottsdale area. Have driven and run because I ran the Phoenix Marathon. Yeah. By a number of the stadiums, but I haven't been to any of those. We even realized when we ran the marathon, it was the first weekend of spring training two years ago, and it was with a guy that played club baseball with our buddy Jared. Uh, and we realized we should have tried to buy tickets to a game, but we ended up going to the Grand Canyon instead. So that's not yeah, a bad. Deal. It wasn't a bad, bad, <laughs> bad turn, turn around. But yeah, we're doing the AL West tonight, and you know, we were kind of alluding to it. But what? What have your thoughts been, both in the division, just baseball, the offseason in general? What are you looking forward to, just on a broad sense? Yeah. Um, I mean, this has kind of, uh, I think, been, been an offseason of, of haves and have-nots. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've kind of seen uh, the epidemic of tanking yep. uh, in, oh, yeah. in full display and starting to, to migrate its way over to baseball. So as much as I'm looking forward to the season, and as a Yankee fan, I'm, I'm looking forward to every season because they're always in the hunt. Uh, and, and as a Philly resident, I'm obviously looking forward to watching the Phillies as well. Oh, yeah. And, and, and checking out Bryce. Um, but, but the lack of parity uh, coming into the season is, is, I think, a little bit frustrating. And you know, we've seen some, some moves and some announcements from Major League Baseball and Rob Manfred in the last few days, uh, I think, to, to sort of try to start to right that ship. But uh, you know, I think especially as we start going through some of these AL West teams, uh, you'll see it's, it's going to be a pretty rough and, and shitty year yeah. um, for a lot of teams across baseball. So you asked, what am I looking forward to? Uh, I guess I answer with one thing I'm not looking forward to. Yeah. Um, but but that's, you know, sort of one of the, the big storylines in, in the offseason. Of course, you know, free agency just, just beating a dead horse. I mean, today is, is what? It's March 14th. Dallas Keuchel and Craig Kimbrell remaining unsigned. A lot I of mean, guys just still just a lot of guys, yeah. but but them in particular, um, just just pretty remarkable. Um, I've been seeing rumors over the past uh, couple of days about Kimbrell potentially uh, willing to to sit at least a couple of months of the season out, if not the entire season, which is insane. Uh, pretty stupid uh, on 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 his part. Yeah. Um, if if you were to ask me. Uh, Guys on the wrong side of thirty, as yeah. is Keuchel, and, um, and he had a pretty shaky postseason. Yeah, the shaky, appearance, sh- yeah. shaky postseason appearance, but but you know stuff by and large. I mean, there aren't too many thirty-one-year-old closers still. Oh, sure. pumping out ninety-eight, ninety-nine with with his knuckle curve. Um, so you know, you, you, you have to think that one of these days we're going to wake up and see that they landed somewhere, but uh, it still hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I, know, I totally agree with you. I hope it it resolves itself soon. I, I don't like seeing players sit out. Obviously, the big talk of the town of just sports in general is Le'Veon Bell going to the Jets, but sitting out with the Steelers. Now he's getting, you know, there was a list of NBA players who are getting paid more on an average annual value than he is. So hopefully that doesn't turn into something crazy like that and kind of put a dark cloud over things. Absolutely, and so, if you if you if we're talking about pitchers specifically, yeah. I mean, I know there was a report today that uh, Gio Gonzalez had thrown some 85, 90 pitches in a in a simulated game, completely independent, of yeah. course, and, and obviously he still remains unsigned. Uh, but you look at last year uh, with Arietta getting the late start, and and Alex Cobb, who. Uh, Interestingly enough, uh, was named the Orioles' opening day starter yep. uh, the other day. 
Um, and you look at just the, the sort of rough starts that both of them uh, got off to last year, and, and it just seemed like they never quite found their rhythm uh, as, as the season went on, Cobb in particular. And, and you have to wonder if, if the layoff uh, and not being in, in spring training camp uh, is going to come back to hurt uh, Kimbrell and like Heichel performance-wise yeah. on the field. One thing, I was watching a Philly spring training day, or game the other day, and they were talking, they interviewed uh, Andrew Knapp early on, and then they tried to get Real Muto, but he quickly kind of shut himself down after the game. But one thing Knapp was talking about and that they alluded to heavily, and they wanted to have Real Muto confirm this because he stayed in longer than catchers normally do, is just they wanted to try to get an idea of pitchers where they're at and how to help them get ready for the season. So I think you're you're spot on there because we've seen more and more especially almost the your guy as a catcher. We saw with the Cubs obviously three years ago where they carried three catchers into the World Series. So I mean I think being with the team, being with the guys and, and getting the feel of the clubhouse is certainly yeah, a big part of that. Most definitely. I, I think Rail Mudo is a really interesting case study. I mean I think um, his offense obviously uh, hugely benefits from going to Citizens Bank Park and, oh, yeah. and hitting at the top of or in the middle of the Phillies lineup. But I think you know what, what, one thing to bring up in regard to what you just said, Jordy, is he doesn't have to worry about learning new pitching because he's staying interdivision. He's, yep. st- he's staying in the same division. He's staying in the same league. Um, so he can really focus a lot of that time, energy, and effort um, onto learning a new pitching staff. He's obviously, you know, very familiar with Aaron Nola, with 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 Nick Pavetta, yep. with with Eflin, with others um, as a batter. Um, I I have to wonder if that's made the process a little bit easier. Hopefully. No, but it was really interesting. I mean, just down in uh, in Clearwater, the uh, the Phillies game that we went to was a Phillies Cardinals game. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, Phillies Phillies Nats. Um, red teams. Yes, red yeah. teams. Exactly, yeah. red teams. Pretty oh. shitty fans. Um, ah. And. Uh, <laughs> And uh, Kapler had taken all of his regulars out yeah. um, after the fourth, fifth inning. Yeah. Got their three at bats, yeah. um, and it's kind of looking around. And we were about ready to go up get a beer. Now that the regulars were all out, uh, and happened to notice that Rayl Muto is, is is still in, and he had him catching through the sixth. Yeah. Uh, and I think just to get a little bit more time, uh, yeah. Sir Anthony was pitching the sixth, uh-huh. um, which was which was very cool to Love see. Love to watch him. Not a uh, not a tremendous performance, but who cares? It's spring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But let's jump right into it with the AL West. So if you have not listened to any of our spring training podcasts, we like to go in alphabetical order by city. We start then with the Houston Astros, the World Series champions from two years ago now, who got close, but then kind of a dud of an ALCS, losing in five games, but still could have could have been closer. Some great defensive plays prevented them from pushing that to, to six. But coming in, I mean, I feel, feel like it's going to be a lot of the same with Houston. Obviously, Keuchel's still out there and does not seem like, don't think he's coming back, but, you know, they still got... They still have Verlander. They still have Cole. They brought in Wade Miley, which I think is going to be an intriguing signing. I mean, what are, what are your thoughts coming into this this Astros season? Yeah, most definitely. So I'd I'd agree with you uh, that that Wade Miley is is intriguing. Yeah, uh, I think it's uh, intriguing with with a big asterisk and question mark. Yes. Can he resurrect uh, the magic that that he seemed to find with his cutter uh, in, in Milwaukee? Um, I don't not, know. Not Red Sox Wade Miley. No, definitely yeah. not Red Sox Wade <laughs> Miley screaming at John Farrell yeah. uh, in, in, in the dugout. But look, I mean, the, the Astros uh, are the cream of the crop 
um, in, in the AL West. It, it's theirs to lose. I think it's theirs to lose uh, but by a long shot. A lot would have to go wrong uh, for them not to finish in first place. They are right up there in the AL with, with both the Red Sox and and the Yankees as, as the real powerhouses. Yep. Um, I think you're absolutely right uh, with the one-two Verlander-Cole. You could even go Cole-Verlander. Yeah, exactly. Um, in, in terms of performance, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a better 1-1-A, yeah. uh, one-two punch in, in baseball. Oh, I totally uh, agree. And you know, maybe Kluber-Carrasco, Kluber-Bauer. Uh, yeah. Um, That's really about it, though. The Indians yeah. is the only team that... Um, but, you know, I do think uh, the loss of Keuchel... The loss of Charlie Morton to the Rays That's actually really good um, is, is going to hurt. And then you have Lance McCullers out for the season with Tommy John surgery. That's yep. uh, three-fifths of your, your rotation from last year. Uh, you know, I think if we're to start with, with questions um, for the Astros, you, you have to start there with, with the rotation. Um, Colin McHugh is being inserted back into the rotation after pitching mainly out of the bullpen last mm-hmm. year. Uh, have, have always been a fan. He's had a, a, a decent so-so spring. Yep. Um, someone who I think you know can can go onto the radar and, and give the Astros some really good innings. Mm. Um, and I think the most exciting uh, commodity for the Astros this year is is uh, their young ace in the hole, Forrest Whitley. Yep. Um, number one pitching prospect in all of baseball. Uh, dynamic fastball, biting, breaking stuff. Um, you know, I think uh, he was just uh, designated to minor league camp uh, yesterday or the day before, mm-hmm. um, but but still uh, huge, huge upside. Definitely going to see the major league mound uh, much sooner rather than later. Yeah. I think could be a, a real early to midsummer boost for Houston. Yeah, I was about to ask, is, is service day hoarding the same for pitchers or does it work similar as it does for batters? That's a good question. I don't know what the answer yeah, to that is. I don't know if it's... Because I don't know if it's based off of just days that you're on the roster for pitchers specifically, or if it's you know appearances or what 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 happens. I would think it works the same because I don't think they want to designate it. But baseball business wise can be yeah. so weird that way. It does seem like service time manipulation, and this is just purely anecdotally, but but seems to be less of a big deal for pitchers. Yeah, just because that then position players simply because they're. Such a fickle commodity, they get injured all the time. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so, you know, a pitcher uh, who is young, healthy, major league ready, um, just seems like teams are uh, less apt to to keep the reins on and, yeah. and hold him back. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, but, I mean, offensively, I think, you can afford to have, you know, some question marks at a, at a, with a staff that was number one on most, most major categories. I mean... They were still top ten in batting average. They're seventh, sixth in runs scored, and I think you can you can afford to have a little bit of a of a disparaging there, especially on your point of their clear cut favorite. Vegas has them by thirteen games to the next highest team in terms of an over under line. I'm getting that from Odd Shark. Um, yeah, I just think what they're bringing back. They added Michael Brantley to left field. I think tremendous addition. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, uh, I so to qualify, tremendous addition on that contract. Yeah. Um I, I mean I, I looked at at Brantley and and McCutcheon as uh you know two two pretty good comps. Yeah. Um and for Brantley to come for for the Astros, excuse me, to come away with two years 32 million. Uh, for Michael Brantley, and I'm just looking here uh, last year. So the Astros, as a team, had the second lowest 
swinging strike ratio in, in 2018. Michael Brantley himself had the third lowest of any position player in baseball wow. swinging strike rate uh, at 11%. Um, adding that to the top of your lineup yeah. uh, still plays... Especially in today's baseball where you see a lot more of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Still you know, plays a, a solid left field is probably going to see uh, more time than he did in Cleveland uh, at DH, which I think is, is great to get a guy who's had a lot of lower body uh, knee troubles yeah. uh, over the course of his career uh, off of his feet as much as possible. Um, but but two years, $32 million, I, I mean, even if the guy ends up missing 50 games uh, this year, 50 games next year, um, he's probably going to still pay for that contract yeah, in, I would in, think a, so. in a big way. Especially because they can plug and play. Like you mentioned, he can play left field, you can put him in, at DH, you can plug and play a lot of different outfielders and, and infielders as well that they have in their lineup of, of different spots around around both in the batting order and you know on the field and I think you know we've seen the Dodgers use that to, to varying success throughout the the last couple of years and uh, Houston's been pretty solid at what they've had and I think you know being able to do that with an outfield especially you know I think it works I agree yeah. I could I couldn't agree more I mean to me uh, and you know Houston's offense once again is, is right up there with the Red Sox right up there with the Yankees right up there with the Phillies as yeah. well um, as as the cream of the crop in 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 baseball my offensive player who, who I'm really gonna be watching out for this year in Houston is is Carlos Correa yeah. uh, potential uh, has has been been sky high. His, his four years in, in Major League Baseball. I'm just looking at his line, and obviously he, he dealt with a ton of injuries uh, this, this past season and has, uh, with the exception of 2016, over the course of his entire Major League career. Uh, but if I were to tell you 239 average, 323 on-base percentage, 15 home runs, um, those do not sound to me like like Carlos Correa numbers. No, uh, only played 110 games, 402 at bats. Uh, was was dealing with injuries even when he was playing. Uh, but this is a guy who's going to be turning 25 this year, and, and I think is really uh, the time that that the Astros organization and Astros fans uh, need to see him him take the next step. Yeah. Times last year where he was uh, relegated to to sixth and seventh. Um, in 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 the batting order, um, and, and this is really a time that I think he he desperately needs to 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 step up. And uh, if if he's clicking, then then the Astros are just even scarier than they already are. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one thing he brings to the table too is that despite playing about let's call it thirty five less games than the average Astros player, because everybody played around one hundred and forty except for Alex Bregman, who nearly played every game. Carlos Correa is still tied for fourth in walks on the team. So imagine that over the course of a season, even if even if the bat's not fully clicking, you know, he can still, especially if he does have to fall down further in the lineup, you know, he can still provide a little bit of, of bottom of the order, that spark of just getting on base and he's a quick guy. Definitely. That you know, that, that that's an interesting point. You're right. The Astros also walk the least in baseball because they swing the most that's in baseball. That's very true, yeah. Um, so you, yeah. you give and, and, yeah, to, and you to, take. Yeah, to, I'm using the, the ranking to, to make a point. <laughs> rel, rel, yeah. Relatively, Relatively, yes. No, yes. but you are, uh, you, are, you, are, you are absolutely yeah. correct. My, my thought was more of just imagine an extra 35 games worth. Where yes. He might get up to Springer <laughs> at 64. Um, I'm just looking at Bregman's line again. It just makes me really bummed. In my fantasy league, we have it's a keeper league, and we can keep – we can keep players, but only for three years, and then you have to dump them. 
and I had Alex Bregman at three dollars. Oh my god! I got to keep him last year for three dollars. Wow! Thirty home runs and hundred RBIs it was incredible. Enough did, about enough did about. Did you fantasy, see? Uh, and 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 to bring it off the field for a second, but did you see? Like maybe two months ago, he did this hilarious uh, prank with a couple of buddies of yeah. his. You saw this? I think I've seen this. Yeah. Uh, with, he's um, done a lot. Of, he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I hadn't like I I watched yeah. like a bunch. He <clears throat> he is really funny, but uh, he uh, he dressed up. Uh, for a youth baseball, I think it was ten and eleven year olds, um, like an AAU team, um, as a uh, home plate ump, and he had three buddies, and they were just making terrible calls over the course of, of a couple of innings, um, calling calling strikes on balls that were you know over the top of kids' heads, yeah. and was trying to prompt reactions out of these little kids, and uh, all of the coaches, all the parents were in on it. But if you haven't That's checked so it out, funny. it's a great YouTube. That's search. a great one. That's a good bleacher creature. Yeah, that's a good bleacher yeah. creature. But any final thoughts on the Astros before we move on? I would just uh, I would just point out um, I think their bullpen is hugely underrated. Yep. Um, you look at Roberto Osuna um, at the back end, kind of uh, uh, a questionable pickup. Uh, they, but the pickup did they get him in the Giles deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they thought. also yeah. got him sort of at the tail end of, of uh, the domestic violence oh, investigation. Right. Yeah. Uh, sort of very similar circumstances to the Aroldis Chapman yeah. um, deal deal for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Didn't really give up uh, all that much to get the guy. Yeah. Um, raised an eyebrow. But what can't be disputed, uh, hugely successful, uh, elite young closer, incredible stuff. Um, you know what was the Achilles heel for for Houston in the last couple of postseasons? I think really is no longer. You have Ryan Presley setting him up, Chris Davinsky, who I happen to think has one of the best, if not the best, changeups coming out of the bullpen yeah. uh, among any reliever Big in hold baseball. Guy for me last year. Um, yeah, no, yeah. he was uh, he was great. He was huge for me uh, yeah. back in 2017, which is yep. when he really uh, yeah, he really was, burst onto yeah, the scene. that year um, statistically. Yeah, but no, other than that, uh, Houston cream of the crop have uh, have. Uh, little concern that uh, they will be be winning the West uh, probably by a good margin once again. Ninety six and a half over under over. Yeah, I agree. All right, moving on. We go to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim of California of America, which America, North America. Seth, is it really L.A. baseball? Yeah, absolutely. My grandmother. Was I a- don't. Uh, I'm not an LA fan in yeah. general, and and I'll I'll put the caveat out there that I've never been to LA, uh, but I'm just not a fan of uh, uh, what LA represents, the glitz and the glam. Uh, but you know, yeah. it's 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 an LA team. I couldn't care less. But about my that grandmother debate. was a Dodger was a Dodger season ticket holder for 30 years before she passed away, and they were not very happy when they changed from Anaheim to LA. Uh, oh. So that for a while they had in Dodger Stadium, including the first time I went out there, it said, "This is L.A. baseball." When you see walk into Dodger Stadium, that's no, yeah. I like that. I'll 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 I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, I'll I'll check after uh, after the pod if you can uh, still take a carpool lane to get there. Yeah. Then it's L.A. baseball. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a great. That's a very good point. I don't know if it, I don't know if it can beat. The, uh, the legendary story of the carpool lane yes. though, with Dodgers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, coming into the season, the the Angels, I think, you know, there's been a lot of news recently of Mike Trout and tampering and things like that. But, you know, it's not, I don't think it's going to be as bad this year as it has looked in the past. Interesting. Why do you think that? I don't know. I mean, you see them, 
I say this, and I also last year was a big. I was really excited about the Giants and all the additions they made. This feels a lot like it, so maybe I'm just excited about that. Bringing in Luke Croy, bringing in Justin Bohr, who I was a big fan of when he was. I was a big fan when the Phillies got him, but he didn't end up being as big of that lefty bat as he was with the Marlins. A sheer mere weeks before when he took Vince Velasquez to New Jersey at Citizens Bank Park, but I think that can still help in that park. It's you know it seems lefty. Lefty friendly, just like CBP is. Um, we'll see what Matt Harvey brings to the table with them. They also got guys, you know, not huge names, but Tommy Listell from the Cubs, who we've seen, you know, perform well enough. And you know, Cody Allen, still a solid reliever. So I think, you know, it could be could be intriguing. I don't think they're going to be close to a playoff spot, but yeah, trying to make some sort of effort to to fill around Mike Trout. I agree that 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 it's it's a lot of interesting pieces, but yeah, exactly. but I, I just I just I I don't see it moving the needle. Yeah. And you know if if you look at their big pieces uh, surrounding Trout, you have an aging Justin Upton, you have Zach Cozart who's starting the season on the DL. Yep. I I, I will say that I said DL intentionally just so I could you know still say, say DL. Uh, yeah. exactly. Still say DL. I'm uh, I'm going to be saying DL for at least. Uh, at least the, uh, the next Yahoo couple months. Yahoo Baseball's changed it. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm going to check this now. Yeah. Will you uh, keep continue giving uh, your thoughts? But but uh, Zach Cozart, the uh, very injury prone, Agiles and Simmons, uh, defensive whiz. Um, and then you just look yeah, at I'd like the, to see his. I'd like to see him get better offensively. Yeah, he actually. I mean, so he he's an interesting one. He would fit in extremely well in the Houston lineup. Uh, if you look at his uh, swing and miss, I mean, he. I think was was either number two or number one last year uh, in in all of Major League Baseball uh, above even Michael Brantley uh, and and I mean consistently puts the bat on the ball um, hasn't demonstrated the power that that you'd like to see from from someone in his position but uh, you, you take what you can um, you know the Angels were dealt a bit of a blow the other day and and perhaps uh, part of the reason why I'm uh, a little bit less. Uh, Optimistic uh, about their outlook for this season is their uh, their de facto ace Andrew Heaney was shut down with with some elbow discomfort. Um, and you just you look oh, at their rotation: yeah. uh, Tyler Skaggs, uh, Matt Harvey, as you said, Trevor Cahill, as you noted, um, and, and then you basically just get uh, into the very bottom of the barrel with, yeah, their with your fantasy pretty. streamers. Their 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 bullpen. Um, I mean, really I, tough. I happen. Greg to- and I played with the. I think it was the Orioles of name of. Do you know these? We didn't go name by name. We just tried to give a number. I just know zero. Yeah. Aside from Cody Allen. Yeah. Tried doing that. But no, 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 Luis Garcia actually. Classic Phillies. Classic Phillies eighth inning guy. Yeah. Probably a lot of blown saves. There's uh, Kate Middleton. Kate Middleton. Perfect. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. I've Don't actually. Royalty. I've there. actually always been a uh, Cam Bedrosian fan. Okay. Um. I, this is it's based on nothing other than having really good numbers against the Yankees okay. whenever he seems to pitch against them. Uh, but but you know take that for what you will. Yeah. I actually do now that you you bring up the Justin Bohr acquisition. I I I happen to like it uh, yeah. a little bit more. Now he'll be like a, think he'll about be a solid five or six for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, he'll, he'll get a he'll get a number of doubles. Fair amount of home runs. You know, didn't quite get, I think, a fair shake uh, playing time-wise to, to make a real judgment yeah. uh, when when he was in Philly. I mean, I think the real question, though, is, uh, and maybe this just works itself out 
injury-wise, it, it almost certainly does when you're talking about Albert Pujols and, and Shohei Otani. Um, but but how do you get consistent at bats for for the three of them? That's a really not good point. entirely yeah. sure if Pujols is 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 starting the season. Uh, he's been a little bit slow uh, this spring training, and Otani uh, obviously starting the season on the injured list. Yep. Um, but but hey, you had it there. Yeah, I, better than yeah. Yahoo Baseball. They still have DL. I'm sure ESPN uh, yeah. still has DL as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, but but you know that's uh, you know I think that's the question. I mean I I just look at the Angels though, and for me it's 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 just trout trout trout. Yeah. Uh, especially living in Philly, um, very few people are going to be interested to see what the Angels do on the field unless they get off. <clears throat> Excuse me. To a scalding hot start, yeah. Uh, but but it's just trout, trout, trout in 2020, 2020, 2020. Yeah, you want to know the best thing about trout, trout, trout in Philly is the Phillies play the Angels in 2020. That's I, didn't I don't realize know, I that. forget if it's if I think they might have split it two years ago now. Um, I, mean, I, I, so I don't know if they're coming. To, I think they might be coming to Philly. I don't know if it's like the NFL where it's an exact science of when it comes around the cross conference rotation that it's. They were home three years ago. They're going to be away now, right? But and I can't remember. But and I absolutely remember going uh, to Citizens Bank. When yeah, two thousand fourteen. He was, uh, when he was yeah. last year, and yeah. uh, I mean, how 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 cool was that uh, to see uh, to see the reactions? And uh, no, it's just very very neat. There are a few teams that I still haven't seen, and I think the Angels are are no, I did. The Angels might be one. The A's are a team. I've seen a number of times from going to the Yankee Stadium, but. When they were here two years ago, the Goldbergs night was there. And a quick side story. Yeah. One of my best friends from high school's last name is Goldberg. No relation to Adam Goldberg's family from Jenkintown. Um, and his dad, Mitch, goes up to the, the the actors of the show and goes, Hey, it's us. And he's like, Oh, are you a cousin? Like, no, 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 no relation, but it's us. It's us with the Goldbergs. And he tried to like it's a guy who like would sneak us down, we'd have nosebleed seats, try to sneak us down to the diamond club. Like, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay, we're going in. Sir, can we see your tickets? No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Sneak us in. Let my kids go in. Let my kids go in. That's a great story. He doesn't look like you, pointing at me. No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. It's let clearly, him in. clearly uh, one member of the tribe. Yeah. Oh, okay. so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fantastic. But yeah, um, trying to think. Anything else that we got for the Angels? You know, just, just the only other thing that I had down here. Um, it's you know going to be a, a nice milestone uh, sometime, uh, hopefully early in the season, because that means uh, he's at least playing that Albert Pujols uh, is is going to hit, and that's 2,000 RBIs. Uh, oh, he'll become just the third member of the uh, the 2,000 RBI club uh, in the history of the game. He's sitting right now at uh, 1982. Ah. Um, so so 18 more to go there. Uh, and just just a reminder of. Uh, Pun intended. What a machine he's been yeah. uh, o- over the course of his career. I'm just Albert. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so they're set at eighty-two and a half, and I'm going to go under here. I don't think they're. I think I they're around eighty. I would. I, 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 I would go under as yeah. well. I if 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 the over under were at eighty, I would still go under. Yeah. That would. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we move on to another team. They're just ahead in terms of the the Vegas line, but got. You know, they got into the postseason last year. The Oakland Athletics fell to the Yankees, uh, and, and really... I was there. Were you? Yes. Yeah. It was great atmosphere. Uh, the A's, uh, they came off as, as exactly the kind of team that uh, might kind of sneak in there and, and knock the Yankees off, especially... Uh, and, uh, <clears throat> 
excuse me, Bob Melvin had publicly committed to using Blake Trinan, who was coming off of uh, just that historically incredible season for yep. uh, for three innings. Yep. Uh, they were using an opener. Uh, you know, fortunately, two run home run from Judge in the first inning kind of yep. kind of set everything at ease. But uh, that was a uh, a nerve wracking experience to say the least. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I've done. I have done Yankee Stadium in the playoffs before. I went to the World Series in two thousand nine. I will. That was. Uh, it's it's a cool. Cool atmosphere. I will say that um, 09 uh, and then 2017, 2018 were, were so much better playoff atmosphere-wise than, than the years in the middle at the new Yankee Stadium. Yeah. I mean, 09, uh, the new stadium, plus the additions of CC Teixeira, yeah. A.J. Burnett, uh, just injected a lot of uh, lifeblood into the fan base that, yeah. that hadn't been there in a while. Um, and then you see 2009 through through 2017, uh, the team not playing that well, uh, the A-Rod saga, a lot of older expiring contracts, um, and you kind of see, <clears throat> excuse me, the baby bombers come in, in 2017 and, and revitalize the fan base that goes to Yankee Stadium. So, yep. so that was nice to see. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But talking about Oakland, come back to them. They've uh, they had a nice little off season that. I think is I think helps them. You know they they've added some. They've added a lot of pitching more so than than fielders, but got guys like Brett Anderson, Marco Strada, Mike Fires. Um, they got Joaquin Soria, an old closer. Used to be the used to be a great fantasy guy when he was with the Royals, and then has been kind of a kind of a journeyman over the last few years. But yeah, coming in, I mean. I think you know it could be. I don't know if they're ninety-seven wins again, but I think they're still a solid, solid squad here. Yeah, I mean, if 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 we look at Houston's depth chart, I don't think there's any question that that they're going to hit. And oh yeah, hit the snot out of the ball. Yep. Uh, I think you're right to start with pitching because the question is, is the pitching going to hold up? Exactly. That rotation is is paper thin. It's I, tough. I mean, Mike Fires is going to be starting your your opening day. Yeah. And while we're on Oakland, maybe a, a quick shout out to the fact that at, at some ungodly hour, uh, early Wednesday morning, they and uh, the Mariners are going to be kicking off the uh, yes. the season with yes. the uh, with a short two game series in uh, in Japan, which is nice. Is that to the Tokyo see Dome? Baseball. It is the Tokyo yeah. Dome. It's nice to see baseball uh, baseball going back there. It's the first time I think in ten years they've done this. I don't know if it's been a full ten. Yeah. Um, trying to think, when was the Australia? I think that was the last one. Yeah. Also great, uh, not to bring it back to the Yankees and Red Sox, but uh, great to see uh, that that baseball is going to be going to London. Yes, this upcoming that is summer, that is cool um, as well. But yeah, I mean to me, it, it uh, you know the A's are going to uh, live or die by by their pitching. Yes, um, I'll put it this way: I had I my B pro was an Oakland A and seventeen to show their pitching staff, aside from a couple additions, is is much the same. A friend has played 18 the show and has a season was showing me the other day. Oakland, for both of those seasons, is almost dead last in pitching because of just where they rank and where they could go. Last year, obviously, went differently that way. Uh, but, yeah, they're, I mean, living and dying by it is, is going to be, by the home run, is going to be sure really the name of the game here. I know they got, they have Piscotti. They added a guy from the Rangers, Yerkson Profar, who, you know, not the greatest season, but he still when when he was getting it going last year, I mean So I, can, I I have always been a big pro far. Yeah, he can um, I mean he can get on and he can make some he can make some noise. Yeah. 
if if anything, I mean, Profar is is, is replacing Jed Lowry, yeah. who had a career year last year. You know, is is now with the Mets, probably going to be starting the season on the yep. injured list. Um, if if anything, I mean, I think Profar, uh, given regular playing time, might end up providing yeah, more he's only, value. He's only twenty six. Yeah, which no, is the biggest thing there. He's, yeah. he's, he's only twenty six. Speedy guy yeah. gets on base, puts the ball in play, which in a cavernous cavernous coliseum is is hugely important. Yep. Um, and then you know you just have your corner pieces with with Matt Chapman playing an out of this world defensive third base, and and Chris Davis just continuing to mash while seemingly yep. no one pays attention. Um, yeah, that's probably the best best way to put it. Nobody seems to notice because he. It's the absolute shit out of the ball. Yeah, most <laughs> most most definitely. You know, I mean, in 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 my eyes, I mean, the, the A's bullpen was just so good last year, and it wasn't just Blake Trinan, uh, but it was also Lou Trevino and and his devastating sinker. Yep. Um, as much as I hate to say it, because I'm not at all a fan of the guy, it was Fernando Rodney yeah, coming over from Mi- from Minnesota yeah. uh, and and pitching really well. It was Hendricks is pretty good. Hendricks is good, absolutely. Yep. Uh, Melvin utilized him had, as as an opener uh, a bunch of times last yep. year. I think one uh, piece that that the A's are going to be without uh, because of injury this year that that will I think really really hurt them is Sean Manaya. Um, yep. Really good-looking young lefty who had, you know, seemed to start to put a lot of it together. It looked like it was coming last together. Year. Obviously, through a no-no. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hit a hit a few speed bumps, but but what young pitcher isn't? Um, and is going to miss the balance, if not all, of the the upcoming season uh, following off-season so- shoulder surgery. Yeah. Um, you know, not having that that uh, I don't want to call him an ace. Uh, but not having that that go to who you don't even have to think about uh, who might start that wild card game uh, yeah. is is uh, unfortunate. Keuchel has been connected to the A's a little bit. Um, you know, obviously the A's are not uh, associated with 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 spending, but yeah. you have to wonder. They made a movie about how they're not associated with. They spending. They did make a movie. Yeah. Uh, even wrote a better book about it too. Oh yeah, uh, it's a better book, <laughs> much better book. I yes. totally agree. Um, but you know, I. I I think in general, uh, as many questions as there are, um, history has, has proven uh, it is unwise to bet against Billy Bean. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree with that, uh, which is why I find it so crazy that they're set at 83.5 wins. I'm taking the over on that. I would absolutely take yeah. the over as well. Yeah, which odds for that, minus 120, which uh, Philly's minus 130. Whoa. Uh, Yankees at, at 96.5, minus 135 wow. for their over. Uh, which is higher than the Red Sox at ninety four and a half. So really, yeah. not a New Yorkers must be taking the Yanks. Very yeah, I, th- I think it also just uh, is, is uh, you know, perhaps reflective of a uh, uh, World Series hangover. Yeah, as as statistically true or untrue as that might be. Sure, uh, no. Vegas always seems to. Uh, we certainly saw. You've seen it out of the last two years. I mean, Houston not as much as the Cubs, but the Cubs in two thousand seventeen, you really saw yeah. it. Well, if you want to go back to something you said earlier, Jordy, about. Uh, Name that player. Um, do it with the Red Sox bullpen. Right now, yeah. Uh, I should should be able to know this because we did it last week, but I can't think of anybody because Joe Kelly's with the the Dodgers. Uh, Kimbrel's. Well, Joe Joe Kelly is in the kitchen, but he yes, is he is. With, yes, with, that was my stadium Dodgers. snack last yeah, night. Yeah, I heard that. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, they all the crayfish got eaten though, so you know that's good. That must have been a good. Must have been a good batch. Clearly, the most important thing. Yes. Um, 
No, but you're talking about Matt Barnes, uh, yes. Ryan, Journeyman Ryan Brazier, um, uh, what's his face, uh, Stephen Wright, uh, just suspended for uh, 80 games. Yeah, he got popped. Yeah, yeah he got popped for um, PEDs. The, the knuckleballer, of course. Yep. Um, but uh, just uh, it really knuckles more. With the, the is drugs. that true? The drugs, the drugs make it knuckle more. No, yeah, I'm no. Just, I'm, no, it is true. There was a sports science on it. Wait, really? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, man. You got me going. <laughs> oh, man. Took my joke and joked me. Oh, but last, any last thoughts on the A's before we move on? No, I think, uh, you know, I I think uh, the AL is, uh, is, is on alert after last year. Yep. Um, they're not going to sneak up on anybody, yeah, that- uh, on, on anybody this year, but I don't necessarily think that means uh, they're, they're, they're going to be bad. I, I would agree that they're not going to reach the 97 win plateau uh, once again. But I'm, I think I'm not, 90 is a fair number. I think 90 is a fair number. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not entirely sure uh, if, if, if that matters uh, to, to claim that, that second uh, AL wildcard spot. Yeah. yeah, especially because, you know, we can talk about we aren't doing the central, but, you know, the Twins made a number of different moves that yep. can put them back into, into that spot. Like two years ago, when they faced the Yankees, and you know, they want to try to get back there, or is there another team? The Rays? Can the Rays put something together like they almost did last year? Yeah, the A's, Rays, Twins would be my yeah. uh, would would be, would be my the, three. Yeah. I mean, uh, unless uh, something... I think the four, the top four in the AL is almost locked in, and then the re- those three is the next is though they'll be the five yes. to seven. Just where they stack up, I think, is the biggest question. I was, I was, I was uh, forgetting about the Indians momentarily, yep. and I think that's actually kind of telling. Yeah, exactly. Uh, of, of where Cleveland is at as, yeah. as, as they a were, franchise. They've been, they're doing what the Cardinals did forever with the NL Central. They just continue to pump out division titles, and they clinched it before any other team did. Yep. And yep. Then, and it, but sadly for the Cardinals, it only yielded one title, and then when the division started to get better, they actually pulled out another one. Yeah. So. You also have to wonder if, uh, you know, looking at, at Houston uh, and the lack of competition they're, they're facing as we're talking about these AL West teams, yeah. if they might find themselves in, in a similar pattern yeah. um, this year. One thing I don't think enough people are talking about with, with Houston is Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole aren't under contract next year. Mm-hmm. Um, both, both are free agents. Yep. Um, I don't necessarily see any reason why why Verlander uh, isn't isn't going to re up and, and finish his career there, uh, but Cole's going to make money. Oh yeah, I mean he's he's going to be on the right side of thirty. Um, the Yankees had originally drafted Cole out of high school. He didn't sign with them, but they've made no secret that they love the guy. Yeah. Um, How did they trade him to Pittsburgh? He didn't sign with them. Oh, he didn't. He didn't sign, sign with okay. them. They tried trading yeah. for him last off season. Yeah, yeah. I knew uh, when, that. When Pittsburgh yeah. was dangling him. Uh, in in hindsight, I mean, probably would have been a, a, a well, would have been a much better trade for the Pirates because they would have gotten uh, Miguel and Duhar. Uh, Worked out and, for you and guys, Probably Clint yeah. Frazier. Um, but but at the time, I think a lot of Yankee fans were were pretty bummed, and we all you know saw uh, the amazing year he had in, uh, yeah. in in Houston, and and you know expecting big things from him once again. But you know, no guarantees at all. I think it's always that, Tyone. Try to get from Pittsburgh. Sure. <laughs> if, if anything, though, they've uh, they've seen more uh, uh, the, the the pirates uh, who 
I know you're having Jared on on sometime next week, and yep. you'll you'll talk all about them. But yep. I, I I feel bad for Pirates fans because that is uh, one city and, and one stadium that deserves uh, a good major league baseball team, and that's one not, I still they will need not to go have to. that this year. That's why I still need to go to. You've PNC. never been. Oh, never been to wow. PNC. I've never. I've only done Heinz for a concert. Haven't done a Penguins home game. Yeah. For a great sports town that it is, I've never. I've only gone to just just beautiful a show in in any of their beautiful stadiums. Yeah. That and the Andy Warhol Museum. Yeah. Yeah. But let's move on. Seattle Mariners, the opponent of the A's in Japan, fittingly enough, for Ichiro. What is the thought coming in for this team? Because there's, it's interesting. I'll put it that way. Uh, my thought is, uh, Jerry the Polo, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Um, the guy trades off Robinson Cano, James Paxton, yep. Edwin Diaz, Gene Segura, and Nelson Cruz all in the same offseason. Yep. That's five very, very recent all-stars there. Yep. Some still with, with, with huge, huge upside. Uh, gets what I would argue to be pretty middling return uh, outside of Jared Kelnick and, yeah. and Justice Sheffield uh, coming over from the Mets and Yankees, respectively. And this is a team that won 89 games last year. Yeah. Nobody talks about that, but they won 89 they games They were hanging last in there year. for a while. They were hanging yeah. in there. Um, amazingly so after Cano's PED suspension. Yep. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but Seattle is just going to suck for a long time because I think they are... Uh, more emblematic than perhaps any team in, in, in that division uh, and, and arguably any team in the AL of tanking. Yeah. Um, the Rangers, uh, you, you could argue, are tanking, but I would uh, respond to that that in order to tank, uh, you need to have started from a position of strength, which, yep. which they didn't necessarily yeah, they do. not been in a while. Um, but, but the Mariners, uh, I just don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, I think getting uh, out from under uh, Cano's albatross of, of a contract uh, is is good, but attaching Edwin, D- Edwin Diaz to that and, and getting that return, I just, I, it doesn't make sense to me. It's a head-scratcher. Yeah, head-scratcher is probably the best way to put it, um, instead of my overusage of the word. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, to, to kind of put to your point of their, their process in tanking, Justice Sheffield became their number one prospect. Got him from the Yankees. Jared Klenetic? Kelnick. Kelnick, number two prospect. Justin Dunn, also from the Mets. Pitcher, number three prospect. Um, they got their number eight prospect from the Yankees, Shed Long. They got their number 28 from the Mets, Gersten Bautista. They got J.P. Crawford. They're going to sign. They're going to you know buy into him, but the Phillies weren't for Gene Segura. So I don't know if that's just hitting a, a re-up a young young shortstop but kind of trading away defense because J.P. Crawford really struggled with that over yeah. the last couple of years uh, where Segura really boosted the Phillies defensively where they really had a big hole and Crawford was a lot of that. Uh, yeah, and then they bring in Edwin Encarnacion who at this point is solely playing, is solely a DH for them. He's solely DHing and, and yeah. I don't think anyone seriously expects him to, to hang around there over the course of no. the the entire season. I'm actually surprised they've not dangled him more aggressively. The only thing I could see happening is is what happened what has happened for him in Cleveland the last couple of years, where he starts so slow through Memorial Day that they basically have to now that there's only one trade deadline, 
on July 31st. They basically have to hope that he gets it going in June and really turns it on. Yeah. Because otherwise, they'll probably still they can probably still get rid of him because of his tendency to become a much better second half player. But they want to hope that it, he turns it on quicker than than later. Definitely, so they can and get a return. He's no youngster anymore either. Exactly. So uh, with with every aging year for a player, uh, there there becomes more and more of that risk that he's not going to turn it around. Exactly. Yeah, and then some of the other guys they brought in. I mean, Ichiro. It's a great story to bring him back. Hunter Strickland, you know, former Giant on those World Series teams. I don't. I don't know what he totally brings on there. Um, same thing with like Domingo Santana. Not sure there. Omar Navarez from the White Sox. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these, it's just it's pretty obvious of what tanking is. It's like with Phil, the Sixers and what they were doing in the the you know the depths of the process of the guys they were they were shelling out on the the starting lineup. Most 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 definitely. Yeah. I think if we're taking a look at at a couple of storylines. Uh, for the year coming out of Seattle. So the first year, <clears throat> excuse me, in the eight seasons that Felix Hernandez is not going to be starting uh, opening day. Wow. Uh, Felix turns 33 in April. Uh, he's wow. making $28 million this year. It's the final season of, of his deal. He's already expressed uh, a little bit of, of uh, sort of passive-aggressive frustration that, that he's not starting opening day. And, and you have to wonder if, if this is going to be a happy end uh, to a marriage between him and Seattle, I uh, have to think that the organization uh, is not going to re-up with him no. at the conclusion of the season. I mean, he just looks like a shell of, of his former self. I was about has. to say that. There's a reason why he's not starting opening yep. day. And you have to almost wonder, what has he done to try to write this? Is he going to try to make himself you know, rental at the deadline? I mean, I would if, if we're seeing the same stuff we had last year, I would not take a shot at that because ERA over five for a former Cy Young award winner who probably the biggest sign of being a former shell of himself wasn't even close to running at a strikeout per inning clip when he used to really just smash that number. Yeah. You know, and and it's it's really surprised me um, because he was never, I mean, while when he was in his prime, uh, you know, he was, he was, pumping some good velocity in there. Yeah. Just never really... Uh, I mean, you, you thought of Felix and you thought of the devastating changeup. Exactly. Um, and, and you, you, know, you kind of think... And you think of CeCe. Mm. You think of a pitcher who's been able to reinvent himself completely uh, with just a precipitous drop in, in, in fastball velocity. Uh, I mean, it took CeCe a couple of years. I'm surprised that, that Felix hasn't figured it out. I mean, yep. he, 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 unfortunately for him, has, has dealt with a lot of injuries... Uh, and that's stunk, um, but you know I, that will be a storyline to follow as as the season moves on. Uh, you know I think the Kings Court uh, out in out in left field at Safeco. I know it's not Safeco anymore, but I'll still call it's really it. Really not Safeco anymore? No, it's not. Um, Interesting. Let's see. Hold on. Um, While you look that up, yeah. I, one guy that I would hope, you know, if if they're really not buying into him because he's. Probably not going to start at first base. The guy they got from the A's last year, Ryan Healy. I know he, you know, he didn't have the best batting average, but he still hits the ball well. He had 24 home runs, 73 ribbies, scored 51 runs, which is, you know, being nice to a team that was 21st in Major League Baseball. Um, he, he probably it, the weird thing is, and the reason why I say not sure what playing time they'll get because of Jay Bruce and Edwin being there is what? How do they kind of fill that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know because you can't. You know, you don't go trade Jay for Jay Bruce 
because he's I think he's better than Edwin or can at least start the season better than Edwin. Probably a better fielder, so you maybe start him first. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I think uh, it's 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 a fair question. I think with uh, you know two thirty-two plus year old players, yeah. uh, that probably has a way of working itself out. Yeah, probably. Um, That's a really good point. Actually. Yeah, and you can you know you can still stick. I mean, yeah. Mitch Mitch Hanniger is. Uh, I think flexible enough defensively. Yeah. Uh, there are questions about whether Malik Smith, uh, another new acquisition uh, from the Rays in the uh, Mike Zanino trade over the offseason, of whether he's going to be ready to start the season health-wise. You can slide Hanniger over the center and, and start Bruce and Wright. So, uh, you know, yeah. I'm not sure uh, how much of a concern of a concern that is. Um, earlier today, actually, some news out of out of Mariners camp. Uh, what initially looked like it was just going to be uh, a couple of weeks um, for Kyle Seeger, um, their their sort of one uh, big contract holdover yeah. has uh, turned out to be what looks like a ten to twelve week absence. Uh, with that, his, that uh, might be a fix then too, because Healy was originally a third baseman, converted to first, yeah, so you can move him over. That's that's yeah. I had completely forgotten about yeah. that, and he's not even listed on the uh, the depth chart yeah. third anymore. No, yeah, uh, yeah, he isn't because he played so much first last year. But yeah, it's 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 a great point. Um, you know, I guess the other thing uh, I'll, I'll say, um, it's just going to be such a nice story uh, seeing Ichiro get that one final series yeah. uh, when rosters expand for the uh, for the Japan series. Yeah. Uh, I can't even begin to imagine uh, how loud the Dome is going to be. Yeah, that'd be pretty uh, awesome. And it's going to be really neat as well. I mean, Seattle's big free agent acquisition, uh, Yusei Kikuchi. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying his, his name correctly, yeah. but the, uh, the left Yusei Yusei Kikuchi, I would say? Yeah. yeah. Um, but... Uh, you know, a, a step down. Uh, scouts have said from from the Darvishes and, and Tanakas, but still a lefty who pumps in yeah. 98 with 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 decent breaking stuff. Yeah. Uh, you have to think is is a step up from uh, the other uh, Japanese lefty that that comes to mind, Kayagawa. Yeah. Um, so you, you have to think he's uh, going to be. And he's going to be pitching one of those games in uh, in you Japan. Yeah. Uh, he's you know been very open about the fact that he idolizes Ichiro. So that's. Uh, that's 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 really neat to see, and you know, who knows what happens when they come back to the U.S. Uh, I have to think each row hangs it up, but yeah, I would who think, knows? I would think um, you know he's had a, one hell of a career, and yeah, probably the way to perfectly cap off his career. Uh, one guy I really don't know too much about him, one of their bullpen guys. So we'll have to ask Jared about if he knows him because I believe he's from the same town. Is Dan Altavia? Altavia, Alta yeah, 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 from um, the Keysport, Mercyhurst guy, but. I'll have to ask about about him. I, I know uh, Jared, I believe, is from there. He went to high school there, so maybe maybe they uh, they were once teammates. Which I feel like they weren't because Jared is usually very quick at pointing that out. Interesting. Loves pumping the jet the, that he tutored Jesse James in high school. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Which that's that was his that's his biggest. I think as sad as he was to see McCutcheon go. I think he was more sad to hear that Jesse James. Well, the, now, the now, Lions. now, now, and, I, and I'll, I'll tell Jared this uh, when I see him later. But now yeah. he can go see Kutch uh, all he wants. He ordered him a Kutch jersey, a Philly jersey. Yeah, that's McCutcheon awesome. Fo- and a Bryce Harper one, which is a little perplexing to me, but it makes sense of him getting a, a McCutcheon Philly jersey. Good for jersey. him. Yeah, good for him. Uh, yeah, and, and 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 by the way, uh, Safeco is now T-Mobile Park. Oh yeah, that's right. We were asking that before. Yeah, Mariners set at seventy-one and a half wins. I'm going under that. I think they're like a sixty-five win team. I would actually go over. You go over. Um, I think. Uh, I think I, 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 I agree that they're a shitty team. Yeah, their pitching's uh, too big of a question mark for me to to think. 
Fair enough. I think mid seventies. I would maybe, maybe seventy. I would still go over. I yeah. think uh, they're going to be uh, consistently mediocre, um, but but the consistent part is uh, is is the key there. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, That's a fair so point. I, I wouldn't uh, peg it at, at too much over, but I would take the over on that one. Yeah. You. Uh, yeah. I, I guess the. Uh the fans are agreeing as they're minus 135. And I'd actually make a little bit of money if I hit the under there you at go. plus 105. But let's go to the final team in the AL West, the Texas Rangers, who we you alluded to before. They're, uh, they're just in a – they've been down and they've continued down. So we're unintentionally tanking. Maybe now they're intentionally staying down. Yeah. Say it that you way. know, um, I, I think They're that's, not getting up. <laughs> I think that's fair to say. I mean, they're waiting for the 10 count. <laughs> yeah. As I was thinking about uh, each of, of the other four teams in the division, uh, and and you know what some storylines might be for the year, there were some pretty obvious candidates that that came to mind. And and when I thought about the Rangers, I mean, just just so so little. Yeah. And you no longer have Adrian Beltre, one of the most you know entertaining players yep. uh, in the recent recent history of the game, um, and. Just a lot of has-beens, <laughs> yeah. for, 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 for lack of a better term, um, across the roster. And it's going to be tough to uh, want to go uh, out to the ballpark in Arlington uh, this, 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 this year. And, That's a and, fair way to put it. And see the Rangers. I mean, you have you know Joey Gallo hitting uh, occasional bombs, yeah. but, but striking out a ton. Um, and, and what else do you really have? I mean, just, just, just not very much there. Um, so I think it's going to be a long, long season uh, in 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 uh, Arlington. And I didn't uh, realize good. Jason Hamill still was playing. Yeah, they uh, they re-signed him uh, this offseason. That shows you, how little I paid attention. You to look at you year. look at uh, I mean some of their their signings. I mean MLB.com depth chart for the the Rangers lists uh, their three, four, five pitchers, and I'm not sure if this is how it's actually going to shake out opening day. Uh, Drew Smiley, Edinson Volquez, and, and Shelby Miller. I mean, talk about the walking wounded oh um, throwing out. Um, and then they're, you know, they're one big signing of the offseason, and I say big signing with, with air quotes, is Lance Lynn. Yep. Um, and then you have Mike Miner, who uh, earlier this week said he believed he could be an ace. And great, you know, that— Love that, the confidence. Yeah, love the love confidence, the confidence but, but uh, I'd like to have what some of what he's having because uh, ain't happening. Yeah, I totally agree with you because it's—yeah, their pitching staff, very old, very—has-beens uh, are, you know, putting it nicely. Um, yeah, they—you know, I'm not sure what to think of this team and, and what they're putting out there because their pitching staff, I think, might be one of the worst in baseball. Yeah. Their offense, I think, can. I think Joey Gallo probably encapsulates their offense well. Every once in a while, they hit bombs, but they're, they struggle to get on base. Yeah, I mean, they have some guys that are recognizable names, but they're all reverted to, to these power guys or have have now gone on the wrong side of thirty or have lost that that step. Yeah, you know, like usual, uh, they're not going to have any problems scoring runs. Yeah. Um, but you, I mean, you, you look at the defense; it's wretched. 
Yep. Um, you've, you've got Esdrubal Cabrera, who should not be playing the field. No. Still, you know, perfectly adequate, if, if not a plus offensive player at either of the middle infield positions. Less so at third base, but probably still uh, a, a plus offensive player yeah. at third, if, if, if not average. But it's just a dreadful, dreadful defender. Yeah. Um, and, and, Another and, hole in the and, Phillies defense last year. Yeah. I mean, with 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 that pitching staff, uh, that's that's going to be uh, a long season uh, and one of the hottest places to play. Yeah. Uh, in in all of baseball, if not the hottest. Yeah, uh, I'm struggling to find like you like you would alluded to before. I'm struggling to find any other things to really talk about. And yeah, well, here so I'll, I'll give you a quick uh, quick trivia question. So behind. Uh, Elvis Andrews, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I should have written down the source when I uh, pulled this up, but I didn't. Uh, so Elvis Andrews is, is projected to finish the season with a 2.8 war. Uh, Interesting. If you take a look at their depth chart, I don't know if you have it in front of you. Yep. Um, who would you guess uh, comes in second? In, project, in projected, projected war? Projected war. And he's, I'll, I'll give you a hint in that he's a, a new addition. Um... Let's take a look. It's a new edition. Is it Zach Granite? It is not. Cabrera? Nope. Uh, I know they signed Hunter Pence, but isn't he hurt? Hunter, uh, Hunter Pence. I think he's been uh, been playing in some spring games. Has recently, he? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I'm not positive about that. Let's take a look at this. Don't quote All right. Who, what's the answer? Jeff Mathis. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Man. Two, Jeff two, Mathis. 2.3 uh, is their, their starting catcher. So uh, I, I won't hold my breath on that one. But yeah. uh, I just uh, I was I was looking at some projections for the year, saw that, and was uh, very surprised. Yeah. Wow. Hunter Pence, a career 300 hitter. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but really not a lot of games played. Injury really screwed him up. Um, yeah, but... Let's look at the, the Rangers to wrap them up. They're projected over under for 2019-71. I would take the under. I would that. take the under as well. And and uh, the odds are with us there. Minus 125 on the under. Minus 105 on the over. So somebody's somebody's getting enticed enough to, to be betting it to keep it as favorite odds. Everything is bigger in Texas. Uh, that's a very way, good way to put it. Let's move on. Let's go into a couple segments. Uh, I know we both have stadium snacks to talk about. Yes. I'm gonna let you let you start because this is probably as you put as you put when you sent this to me the most fitting for the American League West. It is, and yeah. I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll put the caveat out there that Safeco is actually one of my favorite. It's, it's a Mariners. It's a yep. Safeco T-Mobile stadium snack. Uh, is one of my favorite stadiums in baseball. I think is is perennially, perennially underrated. I just happen to love Seattle. Yeah, I heard it's awesome as as a city. I've been there a couple of times. I've never actually tried this this stadium snack because I don't eat this this particular kind of food. Mm-hmm. Um, but I walk past the stand every time. I think it's one of the coolest things. Um, and that would be the Ichi Roll. Yes. Uh, so the Ichi Roll arrived shortly after Ichiro arrived in the U.S. in uh, in 2001. I was actually doing some reading um, on on the Ichi Roll, and it's really interesting. Um, I had no idea, but it apparently ushered in a very new wave of, of stadium food in a lot of, of, of major league ballparks. Uh, sort of more more boutique, more handcrafted, away from hot dogs, pretzels, fries. Interesting. I didn't candy, realize that's what, what was the caveat. That was one of the first uh, first 
sort of more uh, boutique, bougie, if you will, uh, stadium snacks. Um, so what the Ichirol is, uh, for those uh, who, <clears throat> excuse me, might not be familiar with it, it's a spicy tuna roll with black sesame seeds, wasabi, oh, and radish. Sounds so good. Um, interestingly enough, rumor has it that Ichiro has never tried it. Uh, Ichiro being a, a very superstitious person, um, apparently eats before every game, according to the Mariners' former team chef, uh, precisely seven chicken wings. Interesting. Um, he, uh, there are always more that he could have, but he stops at seven. Um, Does he have like a chew count too? You know, you might like want to ask Kobayashi, yeah. uh, one of his uh, his teammates. Are, are they buddies? I don't know. Uh, interesting question. Yeah. Though. And both uh, both competitors who have displayed immense longevity. Yes. But uh, the Mariners have uh, have actually already said that that the Ichi role is is there to stay. Will not be departing. That's um, good. When 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 Ichiro leaves. Um, and, 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 and it's not a, a comment about food, but I had just pulled one stat among the incredible number of, of statistics from Ichiro's career. He would need, according to <clears throat> baseball reference, 385 hitless at-bats, which obviously he's, he's not going to get 385 yeah. more at-bats, period, but would need 385 hitless at-bats to drop his career batting average below 300, which is just that's a staggering. That's almost a whole season. It's almost the whole season. It's like yeah. it's you'd, he would have to wait until August to get a hit. It's truly remarkable. Yeah. So uh, one of the uh, being a Yankee fan, I am extremely grateful that I had an opportunity to watch him for a few years. Yep. Uh, wish him nothing but the best. Uh, bone voyage and, and hope he stays around the game Absolutely. Uh, for, for a long time because he's a great guy. Absolutely. We were at a Phillies-Marlins game a couple years ago when he was close to 3,000 and he I think he still needed like five hits. And yeah. he's, the, the Marlins pretty much shit-pumped the Phillies, but he got up to his third bat in like the fourth inning and he went, he was two for two. And all of a sudden I'm, I'm perking up thinking like, just keep routing him. Just keep Ichiro. Keep getting it in. I thought we were going to get close. We didn't. My stadium snack. It's staying in the AL West. I don't know if you've seen this. Darren Ravel tweeted it out the other day. It's called the Foul Pole. I assume F-O-W-L. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) The Texas Rangers are selling a two-pound chicken tender. Wow. That'll be served on top of a bed of fries. You want to put an over-under on how much you think this thing costs? Two pounds under a bed of fries. Um, honestly, I would go twenty three. Twenty seven fifty. Okay. Yeah. Not terrible. Not terrible. Uh, definitely not an all natural piece of chicken. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely a little manipulation there. Some of the replies on the tweet are funny too, being like. Uh, Balco birds, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, hey, yeah. I bet. Uh, I mean, any anything with meat in Texas is. Uh, yeah. As they're probably going to know how to do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. It looks pretty good. There, there's a, you know, nice image. If you find the Darren Ravel tweet, which I'm sure there's a ton this week of him just throwing out different stats or different prices of tickets or how much teams are going to pay to fly to an NCAA tournament game or something like that. Uh, but try to find this. It was tweeted out on March 11th. 
Um, the foul poll, F-O-W-L. I just Googled it and I found it pretty quickly. If you even start typing in foul and then even just the letter P, it auto-completes foul poll rangers. Nice. Yeah. Well, they're gonna they're gonna need something to get people there. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, it's a uh, better than attempt. better than that than when the Phillies announced that it really was a Philadelphia wide when they announced that they would be, start serving hard alcohol at games. The, the Phillies were the first to announce it in 2016, the year after they finished in dead last. Or <laughs> so I people, didn't. I, every, I, I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, everybody's first reaction was, "Oh shit, they really you know, yeah. it's gonna be another long year, isn't it?" Yeah. yeah. Well, let's move on to some stadium snacks. We alluded to it at the top of the show. You were just down in spring training. Do you have any good stories? Bleacher Creatures. Yes. Oh, Bleacher Creatures. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, you're all good. Yes. Um, bleacher stories from, from, from spring training. Um, nothing, uh, nothing especially uh, unusual this year. Um, I will say that, uh, and, and you'll probably know, who is the Phillies bullpen coach? Uh, I actually don't know who their coach is. Okay, well, I will yeah. say so. So the way Bright House for anyone who hasn't been there um, is is designed. Uh, you you have you're almost on top of the bullpen. It's yeah. awesome. I mean, it's a really super grassy area. Um, and there were like the two like cutest little kids, like six seven years old, asking this guy the entire game for a ball. Mm-hmm. And I could not believe. That he didn't throw them one. Really? In spring training, when like the in- like entire sixth through ninth inning is just players throwing balls into the stands. Yeah. Um. So that that to me really got me going. Um. At uh. At at, at the Phillies game. Um. It's it's interesting. Uh. So I I went down. Uh. The day after the Harper deal. Mm-hmm. Um. Was was announced not by the Phillies. Uh, but 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 was reported. It was clear that it was happening. Yeah. So uh, the excitement at the stadium was was definitely palpable. Uh, there was there was one guy I saw in a uh, Harper Nationals jersey. Uh, whether whether he was wearing it to make a statement, um, I'm, I'm I'm not entirely sure. Uh, and I was actually wrong. They played the Cardinals, not the uh, the Nationals. So I'm flip flopping yeah. once again. Um, red teams. Red teams. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But um, that was. Uh, that was amusing, um, and 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 one story that I'll actually tell from, and this is a couple of spring trainings ago, uh, and and you can call it uh, a bleacher creature stadium snack hybrid. Ooh, um, love the hybrids. The hybrid, exactly. Um, so this was uh, I was with 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 two friends uh, when I was still an undergrad uh, down there for a spring break. Uh, was trying to figure out what I was going to get to eat during the game. And uh, there's a place down there called Delco's. Uh, and it's cheesesteaks. Um, and I'm thinking, oh, Delco's, you know, I'm sure they're from, from the area. Like, how, how bad could a cheesesteak be? They, they don't call them Philly cheesesteaks. They just call them cheesesteaks. which is That's you know, always a great sign. It's always a great yeah. sign. Worst fucking cheesesteak I ever had. Really? I, had, I couldn't take avoid more Avoid Delco's. Two, but avoid Delco's like a plague. I walk past it every year. I always take a picture, put it on Snapchat, yeah, Instagram, yeah, friends, whatever. Yeah, like, oh, remember um, this thing? Yeah. Just, you know, like absolutely wretched but yeah. uh that's always a nice uh nice little uh uh thing to see my other story uh not not as fun of a story but i was super pumped um when we were going to steinbrenner field because severino was uh, luis severino was scheduled to make his spring, spring debut, debut for the yankees okay obviously that that never happened yeah he complained of of some shoulder soreness before the game 
uh, was diagnosed with rotator cuff inflammation um, afterwards. And but but uh, we saw Stephen Tarpley, who's who's fighting for the last Yankee bullpen slot, a uh, sort of lanky, uh, soft throwing lefty, uh, jogging out to the mound to start the game. And uh, needless to say, we were all uh, pretty bummed. But it was still sure. a really fun yeah. time. Yeah, it's definitely it's a lot of fun. We uh, it's a bummer the pitching coach didn't throw a ball out there. Yeah. At Dodger Stadium, if you go early enough, you can actually go through the tunnel that's behind the outfield and stand on the warning track as they're warming up. There's actually a really funny story. We, my dad and I were out there t- uh, ten years ago, uh, eleven years ago now, 08. and we're we go early enough to go watch batting practice from there. And you know the players shagging balls, got bullpen guys are. They come up and hand it to a kid. We're standing with a little kid and his dad. A kid already has a ball. And he's just standing there still watching. He's just loved seeing the big the big players and just little kid completely in his element. So I, I forget what player it was. I'm like, oh, can I get a ball? And he comes and hands it to the same little kid. And as the guys were and I like and my dad and I just laugh, like, oh yeah. And like as as we're kind of just laughing about the little kid tugs on my shirt and goes, Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Which we're like, oh man, this is the even better guy to get it from. That's, that's awesome. That's very uh, awesome. And the other one I could think of is we in high school at Port St. Lucie we would talk to we talk to guys in the bullpen like the pitchers warming up and they tell us like oh yeah I just came over from the Mariners and blah 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 and Eric O'Flaherty was super nice to us I remember if you remember him I definitely remember him yeah, yeah that's awesome yeah but we have one literal bleacher creature that I know you and I wanted to talk about we didn't get a chance to with Matty D so I'm glad I get to talk to you another awesome Sixer fan. We've heard of raise the cat, but I think we also might need to be starting to raise some dogs. That's uh, a, a, a perfect intro there. So hopefully uh, everybody uh, saw Joel B tweet out his absolutely precious miniature golden doodle. Um, I, I assume on it's a miniature Ferrari. golden doodle. On his Ferrari. Yes. Ferrari. Yes. Named Claus Hinky de Paula Embiid. Um, Taking both last names. Yes. Yes. Um, of he and his girlfriend. But... Uh, just, just everything about that post, uh, the photo, the Ferrari, Hinky was was absolutely amazing. Uh, Joel Embiid at his very best. Great to have the big man back. Yep. Uh, hopefully, uh, he he stays healthy uh, over the course of the rest of the season and and well into the playoffs. Um, it was just just I mean his 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 putback slam. Uh, near the end of the Cavs game was uh, oh just 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 super reminiscent of, of, of what they were missing yep. um, for 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 so so long. Have you seen the the video that zooms in on TJ McConnell right after that? I have. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, somebody's trying to come up with a supercut of TJ McConnell reactions to Joel Embiid plays. Which when that actually when that gets released, if it hasn't been already, I haven't done too much research since the Sixers game on Tuesday. But I I, I have to think that something somebody like that had to out there, like but, that. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, go on tomorrow night. Nice. See them play the Kings. That's going to be a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah. Kings. Uh, I mean, as uh, even though I think they're sitting ninth right now. Yeah. In, uh, they're right there. Uh. Well, they're still. I think they're like four or five games back. Oh, you're right. Yeah. There is a uh, big difference. But uh, between, I just keep thinking because whenever I tune into Sports Center, the SVP edition, they always show seven to eleven. I think it's because they want to be able to show the Lakers still hanging yeah. in there. But <laughs> Buddy Heald in particular, I mean, has had a, a heck of a season and, oh, and yeah. has uh, clearly figured out how to shoot. Their the owner, impact. their owner, trading it, or not the boogie to New Orleans specifically because he wanted. Yep. Buddy now looks way better than Absolutely. it did before. Last thing I wanted to ask you, just really quickly, since we have you know a couple minutes here, 
It is championship week. I won't get to talk to you before the Ivy League tournament starts. How do you feel about Penn? Is it, are they getting back-to-backs? Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, they go in uh, as a very lucky four seed. Uh, they're playing Harvard on, on Saturday up in New Haven, so they don't have So it's 2-4 the... and 3-1? and one? No, 1-4, 2-3. It's 1-4? Yeah. Harvard oh, Yahoo has them. Yahoo fucks up. I'm looking at the standings. No, it's right fine. They, was, Har- they never have the tiebreaker coded in there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so Harvard and Yale share the, yeah, uh, the, the regular, regular season, season title. Um, so, so we'll see. Um, and Penn split with Harvard home away. Um, one and one during the regular season. Penn is a team that you know, usually benefits from playing at, at the Palestra. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they're they're going to be up in New Haven uh, is is going to be a. So what is a, the, the? Do they rotate where it is every year? Now, so now they do. Yeah. Uh, it was at the Palestra. Yeah, I was about to say. Two I remember years, it being at the Palestra. Um, yeah. The Ivy League uh, pretty recently announced that uh, they're going to hit each of the uh, other seven campuses, including Yale, oh, uh, for cool. one year before it comes back to the oh, Palestra. That's cool. yeah. It's cool, but then you have some uh, Browns and and Dartmouths that are yeah. more or less high school gyms. So would they? Uh, so would they? Would they? They played at Brown Stadium and not try to put it. In the Dunkin' Donuts Center, I think is what Providence's arena is called. Yeah, I think yeah. I think the contract is that that yeah, it's at, at the stadium. On campus, I mean, yeah. one one of the the does Princeton have a nice gym? No, it's no. terrible. Yeah, it's. Uh, I know their there's their football stadium's okay, right? Their hockey one's really nice. Yeah. The Obi Baker, basket. I mean, basketball. Uh, when when you have uh, side baskets that have to go up. Oh yeah, uh, you, you, that's what you, Lehigh's used to be you before know, they you built. Have a bit of a problem. That's what it used to be before they built uh, Stabler at yeah. Grace Hall. That's where the the wrestling team still has their smaller matches, but even that's really cool. The Snake Pit is what they call it. Yeah, uh, and then they have their bigger matches like the Penn State's, the Rutgers, uh, sometimes Navy at at Stabler, that basketball arena. Yeah, former home of the Lehigh Valley Steelhawks. Nice. They now play at, where the Phantoms play at PPL. PPL uh, Arena, I think is what it's called. Yeah, but uh, but 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 to your question, uh, the uh, the fan in me will 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 pick Penn, but yeah. the uh, the betting man in me would 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 pick Yale. Yeah, uh, I think they were the uh, the clear uh, best team in in the league over the course of the season. Okay, uh, some like you know 77, 78 Ken Palm right now, which is very solid for wow. an Ivy team. Yeah, um, they're playing at home. Uh, I think uh, they have the easiest first-round matchup yeah. uh, playing a really depleted Princeton team, mm-hmm. uh, and I think a lot has to uh, to, to go wrong for them cool. uh, not to win. Um, and the betting man in me would also say uh, I think we're more likely to see a, a Harvard Prince, uh, excuse me, a Harvard Yale final um, than than uh, than any other matchup. Okay, um, but but you know, amazing that 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 pen is in there and. I'll be watching on Saturday. Yeah, I uh, I couldn't find CBS Sports Network on Sunday when Lehigh played Bucknell. Hopefully, the women they're in the semifinals now. They did win, um, or so did Lehigh. Lehigh made the semifinals, but hopefully, uh, hopefully they make a little appearance. They haven't been to the tournament, the women's tournament, since 2010. Wow. When they though yeah the team the seniors that graduated that year had had a nice little run, so they got close a couple times. The men have gotten close. They haven't been since 2012, but. Their hopes have already been dashed this year, uh, so I, all I have left of my Lehigh fandom right now are the of the big ones are women's basketball and men's lacrosse, but baseball and softball always usually fi- sneak their way into their respective yeah. tournaments. Nice. 
But I think that's going to do it. Anything else you got? No. Uh, I appreciate your uh, your having me on once again. This yeah. has been, uh, been the blast. Absolutely. We'll have to get you on for a regular season show where we do all the, the hot and cold teams and all that good stuff. Um, but, yeah, thank you for hosting me. Definitely a lot of fun. Most definitely. But, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Make sure you guys like, share, and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, find us on Twitter, ThunderBLG for me, Jordo9. And Seth, what is your Twitter? So people um, can find I'm, you. I'm, I'm uh, S's wife, Fleur. Nice. Uh, Jordy follows me. Yes. So, yeah, uh, you can, well, yeah, you uh, can, I'll yeah. tag him on the on the show on the show tweet tomorrow when I retweet it. Uh, Thunderbox Sports on Instagram, just the website, thunderboxsports.com. But for my man, Seth, I am the G-Man. Have a great weekend, everybody. And go Sixers.